Okay, good luck. Vov on the base is where we're up to. So I believe last week we got up to sort of somewhere in the middle of this sugya, which we've been working quite hard on the last couple of weeks. Uh, which is, as, as we've, I think, discovered, this is really a central, perhaps the central um, thing with especially Avon in London, the various areas which are plugged up in London across the world, is trying to get to the bottom of what is a Rosh Hashanah Raisa, is there any way to be masaking it, to deal with a Rosh Hashanah and what is the din of a Mobli in the Fulosh, an open-ended Mobli to Rosh Hashanah for the time being. Um, that's what we're trying to get to the bottom of. So let me just give a little bit of a recap of the points we covered last week. Um, we'll move on a little bit. A lot of it we're, we're still building. I'm hoping in the next couple of days we're going to be able to get more or less to a conclusion. As much of a conclusion as a conclusion we'll get to for the time being. But what we spoke about last week already was the definition of a Rosh Hashanah Is For sure it's got to be 16 hours wide. Uh, that's based on the Argolis when they travelled in the middle. That's clear. Um, something else is obviously it's got to be made for the rabbit. That obviously is, um, has to be as well. Does it need to have any sort of rabbit or is it 600,000? That's obviously is the major major question. I'll come back to that in one second. But there's also, based on Rashi, there is this possibility that it needs to be straight. But as we spoke about last week, that um, the idea of it having to be straight arguably is only in a case where the, the city is walled. And I think we mentioned as far as I did find it um, during the week um, that one of our opponents says that the idea is because if it's not straight, then if you've got a walled city and you've just got a road running down the middle, the minute it veers a little bit, it's effectively enclosed in the walls of the city. The whole idea is I definitely don't want that. I want it to be literally open-ended, and there's absolutely nothing. Maybe the, right, it's completely open-ended. No, uh, it doesn't get within the any machitas of the city. That seems to be a possible spot for it. But if you've got an open city, city which is not walled, then according to the Gears we have in Rashi, the, the Rishonim have in Rashi, there's no raya, there's no uh, thing to say that Dafka has to be straight. Right? The base of Raya is big into that. It may well be if you've got a road that goes mamash round, right, like that, so you've got to literally change direction, that could be different. For sure, a road that goes a little bit like this, that doesn't seem to be a reason to, uh, to uh, in a normal open city, that doesn't seem to be a reason to disqualify it as a Rosh Hashanah. So regarding the 600,000 question, obviously 600,000 is based on the census or recorded in the Torah, 600,000 Yidah. Uh, between 20 and 60. So obviously one of the big questions on this, we saw in the Fiddush Aran, I think they've been during this week, and I can't remember what we did last week, no, I did it the last minute, the Fiddush Aran was bothered by the question you know, between 20 and 60. Um, Tosus already asked that, that's only between 20 and 60, so he says, okay, but that's what's recorded in the Torah. Well, the Fiddush Aran says, well, then in which case, you should only, when you're measuring 600,000 people for the city, it should be between 20 and 60. Okay, we also mentioned the idea of the Erev Rav. Um, we did actually get a figure for the Erev Rav, it's a Medrash. Um, what was it between? Uh, either 1.2 million, 2.4 million, or 2.6 million. Different shitters there. Um, but we said that it could well be the Erev Rav would be included because possibly, possibly yes, possibly not, but they were somewhat segregate, segregated, which would, as we mentioned, would possibly lend support to the idea that you could, if you've got the Moshe like in Eretz Yisrael, it's yes, it's over 600,000, 
but not 600,000 Yidin. So if you separate the Arabs and the Yidin, you can count them as being two separate, completely separate call it communities, that may, be a, uh, that may be the source for it. But there is this shitter of, we've seen in the Tosh Sarosh, that says, Taka, you have to 600,000 plus, however you work it out, whatever would be the women, the children, etc., etc., that would obviously, there is such a shit. Uh, in the Roshonim already, you do find, find such a shit. Um, the question of how you, how you measure 600,000, so although the Machabed Simshin and Hesif Zion seems to indicate that it means literally 600,000 people going down a road on a daily basis, which basically means, you know, not, definitely not here, None of, even the busiest of roads here, it's, it's, it's not going to have 600,000 people going down it on a daily basis. But the Mishabur already says he is not much of a Makar for that. And it definitely seems to be dependent on 600,000 people in the city. Again, it could be six, this, the you know, possibility that it's a road that leads through to, you know, for example, the main roads here, the motorways which lead up to Manchester and things like that. So obviously you have people coming from outside London but going through. Obviously that may well be included as, uh, included as well. But based on that, there is definitely, I'm, I'm not, leaving out Ramosha Shitta, just leaving that to the side for the time being, where Ramosha's got the Shitta about, uh, you know, the, the population within a 12 by 12 um, mill square. Leave that to the side. I can't remember if we did that after last week's show. I, th- I, th- I think we mentioned that in last week's show already. I'm just going to mention the, the main thing is based on the 600,000 people in the city. What if I do have 600,000 people in the city? So there's one way of looking at it and saying, well, if that's the case, then every road, which is 16 hours wide, that's it, you're out. Because it's made for 600, for all the 600,000 people, Zichel, according to the Mishkan Yaakov, who says that, as long as they can use it, that's it, it's Hefka, it's made for everyone. Um, the Orach HaShulchan, on the other hand, goes to the other extreme, he says, no way. In a city, you only have one Rosh Hashanah. So he says, in our cities, in Zichel today, where you've got lots of main roads, so it's Orach HaShulchan, you can't have a Rosh Hashanah in their eyes, because everyone's going using different roads. It's a, it's a Chidosh, and it's not, it's, obviously it's not brought to the Mishnah or anything like that, but that is the Orach HaShulchan, which is, as I said, is a Chidosh. But you've got this school which takes on, if there's 600,000, that's it. And definitely any roads, sort of 60 hours wide, that's that. They, they go, no, that's Rabbi Yashiv Shitta. Um, but we mentioned another possibility, another way of looking at it is, we, we brought it off the number one, the Rashbor, to do with the, with the case of the Mobi Ochum coming further down, which was, according to Rashi, is a Ches shape. And um, the Rashbor holds, brought the Alocha, the Alocha brings it, who says, no, in a Ches shape, that won't be a Rosh Hashanah Why? Why is it different to the Dalit? Because the Dalit is used by the public as a, as a shortcut. If you want to go from one Rosh Hashanah to another one, so you cut through. Fine. But a Ches shape, a crescent, who uses that? Only the people who live there. So therefore, that's not a Rosh Hashanah. That's not a Rosh Hashanah. Um, we also saw in the, in the Rabbi Niyanasan, he also said, he's talking about Stam and Movim Mufulish. He says, why is a Movim Mufulish not a Rosh Hashanah? Right? Why is it not a Rosh Hashanah? The terrace is. He says again, the Movim Mufulish, Lamaisa, is used by the people in the Movim. Obviously, that's what he's talking about, at least. Um, but from that, it sort of made us think, well, hold on a second. So not, leave out the 600,000, because they don't, Zichr, not the Rashba, the Rashba, Zichr doesn't hold the 600,000. But if, it, if it's not 600,000, then what is a Rosh Hashanah? Obviously not a privately owned road, so what's a rabbi? It's obviously got to be used by the rabbi. And, and the answer to that is, again, I can't give you a number, but the question you have to ask yourself is, well, who uses this road? So especially in times gone by, when you think of these little, maybe not such little shtetls, you know, these towns, Warsaw, Vilna, 
you see all these old pictures, we said that, the massively wide main road, where you see the, the horses and chariots, and this is the marketplace, but that, that was the road. All the other roads where people lived were probably mud baths, right? You went down there, if you lived down there, that was it. Again, you know, you may use it if you had to access your but that's more or less what it's, you didn't use it as a shortcut. There was a, one main road, like the Orochal Shortcuts, there's one main road. Today, however, um, so, so therefore, that's why it's not a Rosh Hashanah Not because I'm not allowed to use it, it's just because it's not really made for the rabbin. It's made for the people who live there, that's it. So, the Rosh Hashanah would have to be a road which is used not just by the people who live there. It's also used as a through road, which obviously today is far more, um, you know, far more the case, especially when people are using their waste machines that takes you, you know, round, round the back. So for sure, everyone's using all sorts of roads. Again, we're not talking about 600,000 people going down it on a daily basis, but it's used. It's not just a matter anymore of just, well, the people who live there. For sure not. So now, if we then take that over to the shit which holds the 600,000, well, then what I'm going to say is, ah, according to this, this would be, which arguably is the shit of the Mr. Burrow, because he doesn't seem to say, well, if you've got 600,000 people, that's it. Every single road which is 16 hours wide, by default, becomes a Rosh Hashanah. He doesn't seem to say that. So, well, what would be the definition? The answer is I'd have to ask myself, well, hold on a second, is it, is it made for 600,000? So, for example, more circular, for sure. According to that, yes. Because, I'm not saying on a daily basis, but that of the 8 million population, whatever it is in London, yes, there are going to be 600,000 people who are using that, you know, from time to time. However, if you took a more, you know, something like Finchley Road, same thing, because it goes right into town, so of course. But if you took, let's say, I don't know, a place called the Green Road, so Golders Green obviously is 16 hours wide, but according to this definition, you'd have to think twice because, well, hold on a second, it's the same people who, you know, doing rota every single day, doing their shopping, going home, but are there 600,000 different people using it? Not necessarily so. So according to that definition, it wouldn't necessarily come into it. But as we will go through the shit, you're going to see, I can't say it's not, again, the shit of which doesn't hold 600,000, for sure it's Rosh Hashanah, it's made for the rabbi. It's not just the people who live there. That's for sure. It's only going to be the child if you go with the 600,000, that's where we get into this. There are different shit how to define it. So, different people over what period of time? A week, a month? Good question. It means, generally speaking, I can't give you a, a time frame. It's, it's, uh, generally speaking, I mean, you know, if once in a blue moon, I don't know if that would count. But if it's used, you know, I don't know, uh, people, you know, when they travel up north, so they use this road, but it's difficult. I can't, it's impossible to give a, an exact uh, time frame. Um, but according to that shit, it's highly unlikely that somewhere like Golders Green Road is going to be uh, is going to be cancelled. If you go with that, there's supposed to be six hundred thousand different people. Yeah, because it's got to be the six hundred thousand is made for that. That's the definition. It's that's the, a suggestion of how we're going to define it. If you go with just the literal thing, if there's six hundred thousand people who can use it, well, then you know it doesn't. It's it, it's a little bit similar. I think I mentioned. They've got in the place where they talk about you can have a major road, six hundred thousand people living in the city. But the, the only the only thing is the people in the north they never come down south, and the people in the south never go up north because they've got their own exits to the city. For whatever reason, that's the way the city is built. That's that's just the mitzvahs. So are they mitzvahs to make up six hundred thousand? Or do you say no? Look on this this road here, the people up north don't use it, and the road which they have up north, no one in the south uses it. They can, but they just never do. It's the, these are, it, it, that's why it's very difficult to give an absolute definitive thing. And that's why we'll see about Hashem. It's always going to be a possibility. And the question is, how much do I have to be? And 
is going to affect the, the tikkun, as we said, um, when it comes to what to do with it. We could say that in Yerushalayim now, they've got all, all these new highways and Taking highway, so not everybody goes in through. Yeah, if, if you go, if you go with that, it, it's got to be a complete like a divide. Oh, so it's not, it's not uh, which I, I, I don't yeah. know. Um, it's not a complete divide. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Fine. So um, that basically, basically, what, what we what we covered in in, in last week's share was to do with um, the the question that at least initially, initially the it seems from the price we had a machloekis between the Tanakama and Hananya Levi Beisilel. I mean, obviously the Beishama as well, but um, as to how you deal with the Rosh Hashanah, sounds like Tanakhama says you put a Surah Shafesach on one side, Lechi Vikoda the other side. All right, okay, yeah. we spoke about how to close the gap. Obviously, it has to be a very wide Lechi, or it has to be that the road narrows at, at the point at the end. Fine. So we said on that 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 can't be, and we asked a question from the, from the case of the two houses on you know on either side of the Rosh Hashanah, and Rabbi Yudha says, put a Lechi at each, each end of the Kodos. And the Rabbana say, no, you can't do that. Ah, maybe it means you can't do that, but I could do something else. Uh-uh. Now, the question is, what's the uh-uh? Because we say, I'll tell you why uh-uh, because Rabbi Yechonon uh, Rabbi said, If not for the fact that the doors are locked at night, you'd be high for carrying them. So therefore, what, what, what do we see from that? So there are two ways of learning. Tosus understands in Rashi, but as we said, and I've seen our friend say, not in our Rashi, it's not Mokhach like this at all, you could learn either way really, but Tosus understands in Rashi that the question is um, that you need the two doors there. And here in our Brysa, we've seen a maximum of one door. No one said two doors. And according to the Tanakhama, no doors. Right? The other way of learning it is, no, that, that's not the question. The question is the fact that you're saying you need the doors to be locked. The Bryce didn't say anything about them being locked. And the mice we're going to see in the continuation of the Gemara, we're going to see you don't have to lock the doors. They've got to be lockable, but they don't have to be locked. So, um, two, two different, different, uh, different shots. Um, another question that Toast was asked, and this, this is very important, is that, how can you ask from Rabbi Yechonon anyway? Rabbi Yechonon, basically, in the, we, we have later on, is it Daf Chafisa, I think it is, where you've got the case of the Osin Pasa. Yeah, it's that case there. Right? So you've got, where you've got a well in Rosh Hashanah, and so you put these four L-shaped things in it, right? And that makes it into like a Rosh Hashanah. Well, over here, though, the Rabbim are still streaming through. So Rabbi Yehuda says, nah, no good. You have to divert the traffic. Because if they keep passing through the passing, that's not a mechitza. How can you have a mechitza, which by, by definition is supposed to partition, but it's not. Everyone's just going straight through. The Chacham say, no, no problem. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Yedolza, they both say, oh, you see from the Rabbon and the Kayach of mechitzas, that even though the Rabbon, the, the, the Rabbon are going straight through, it doesn't matter, it's still a mechitza. You see the Kayach of the mechitzas. Perhaps the Gemara, Rabbi Yechon already holds that, but Rabbi Yechon said, if not for the fact that the doors are locked for Yerushalayim at night, you see, they've got to actually be locked. Right? You've got doors. I've got a Surah Sapesah. doesn't work. So the Gemara says, yeah, Rabbi Yechon is just telling that's the shit of the Chachomim. But I, I don't hold like that. I hold like Rabbi Yehuda, i.e. that the Rabbim do mess up the Mechitzas. This is what's known as Osi Rabbim Umavata Mechitzas. That the Rabbim come 
And they are mevatel the mechitza because it's a stira to the mechitza. If you got a tzeras hapesach there, but the rabbin goes straight through, well, either it's a mechitza or it's not. If it's a mechitza, then how can the rabbin be walking through? I mean, you try and walk through that 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 you know that that uh, wall there. You can't. It's a virtual mechitza. Well, then it's, it doesn't really give the effects of a mechitza if uh, everyone's walking through. So no, also you're mechitza. Also, it's no good. So that's why Rabbi Yechonon says. You have to have doors. And not only do you have to have doors, you've got to be even locked at night, it goes even further. But in other words, no surah sarpes or anything like that. No doors that could be locked, but right now are open. Locked at night. There is a shitter that holds, that actually during the day, when they're open, it's, uh, it's a Rosh Hashanah game. And the mice, it's, it's a shitty chidah, I've been the 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 Meiri brings. The mice, that's not, normally we take, well, everyone takes on, besides that, Peshat uh, Zavad, it means once you lock it at night, it shows it's not a Rosh Hashanah and therefore, even if during the day, obviously, it's open when people are walking in and out, or to allow people, that's fine. Okay. Can I, can I just ask, um, we're talking here about preventing somebody carrying in Shusharabi. And now we're saying that maybe it has to be a physical door and it has to be locked. It's not, it's, it's not to prevent people, it's to give it the definition of a Shusharabi. Okay, so but when we're talking about, it's to give it the definition. Yeah. Which is, uh, and Rashi says, <coughs> Rashi says further on in the Masefta, he says the idea is because once you lock the doors, it may even be on this one, no, it's later on. <coughs> once you lock the door, I mean, that, the idea of doors, locked, not locked, but the idea of putting in a door as opposed to a Surah Safasah is because it's a way of saying, this is not Rosh Hashanah <coughs> that everyone can just walk through. Somebody can close the door and stop you going through. So there's a sense of control. Rosh Hashanah means that everyone can just do what they want. You can't do what you want. Now, the question is, how far do we take that? Is it theoretically I can lock the doors? Or do you actually have to do it at some point? Or maybe for a significant amount of time? Right? It's, it, it's a bit like, it's not the same. I'm just using it as a, a moshal. It's not the same though. So not to be, you know, not to read too much into it. But when it comes to Yichud, for example, Right? So what if a, if a man and woman are together, they're there alone. So one of the answers is, you have somebody who will come in, they've got the keys and they can come in. Yeah? So is it good enough that they could, that the person could come in? Or do they actually have to come in? It's, I'm using it as a moshal, it's not the same over there. Because the mice of the person say they do have to come in. It's for a different reason. <coughs> and that is because, otherwise it's, it's pointless. That they can come in, but if I, if Lamai said no one ever comes in, it doesn't really. You got to show this is real. You got to show it's real. That I am a showman and I will walk in when I want and I do it. It's not a theoretical thing. It's done. So so too by the same token, you could say that's the question. And I thought it's not good enough that I could lock the doors. Ah, you see, it's not Rishon Shalom. I'll show you. I do it. We do it and we do it every single night and the doors are locked and therefore there's a set. I know it's a set time. But it's a way of saying, we control it. It's like my shop. During the day, anyone can walk in and out. Right? But at night, I lock the door, pull down the shutter. That shows ownership. That's a bit like chazoka. What's the, how does Kenyan chazoka work? Well, the truth is, most, most Kenyan work this way. It's, it's, how does it work? Well, the idea of doing it is, it's a show of ownership. Correct? When I go and dig in that field, what do you think you're doing? Digging that in my back garden? Well, obviously, it's not your back garden anymore. That's the whole point of it. You allowed me to do it. Either that or I'm just a stumbling muzzle, right? 
But the idea is, you tell me, go on, go make a chazoka. I do that, it's a way of showing, this is my garden. Now, I've just locked the door. One of the classic Kinyan chazoka is, Noaruporatz, to close the door, lock the door. It's just a way of showing, I've got control. Right? That's, now, the question is just how far you take it. Theoretical is good enough. Do it. Do it every night. Okay, so apparently, Rabbi Yechon says it's got to be done every night, and Yerushalayim has to be done every night. But then it means, even when the door is open, and people can walk through as much as they want, it's not Rosh Hashanah. Because come night, and I'll lock the door. You won't be able to come in. I'm, as it were, giving you permission to come through now. That's not Rosh Hashanah, i that seems to be the way Rashi sort of uh, learns it. Again, we'll, we'll speak possibly tomorrow a little bit more about the theoretical when you, you know, when you, a theoretical when you can theoretically close the door. The Meiri, Meiri's got a slightly different way of putting it. Now, I'll tell you already now. The Meiri says because something to think about obviously is the Meiri says, if I remember correctly, I think he says that if I'm going down uh, the Marshall, the, the North Circular, why? I can go down there whenever I want, right? If there's a door there, I think to myself, okay, should I go now? I may not be able to get in. There's a door. Somebody may have closed the door. It's a way of somewhat putting a stop on the rubber. The rubber can't do what the the person may not even come because he thinks maybe the door's closed. Right? Think about that because that's obviously going to have uh, impact on the shida to do with uh, you can't close the door. In fact, no one closes the door except the authorities, and they never do. But anyway, you know, th- these these sort of things are going to be affected by by that meiri. As Hashem will see, possibly affected. What well, is it a checkpoint? Uh, but that qualifies uh, as a door, so you can't freely go in. Uh, the place that they have to. If it, 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 look, at the, at the end of the day, it must have a. It does have to have. To make it a proper Rosh it for sure has to have a mechitza. If the checkpoint forms a mechitza, because you've got a building here and a building here, or whatever it is, then yeah, that, 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 that would be fine, presumably. Yeah. Even though the checkpoint is. I'm like, close the whole time on this. Yeah, they'll they'll choose who to let through. Again, if it's got to be, if you go with the literal thing in an but either that means throughout the night. So if it was Mama Jerusha, or Sharon Zerah, maybe not. But uh, but the idea, yeah, if it's not doors, that would be a gavaldiga. Well, checkpoints are normally in a closed position, and you yes. you have to identify yourself to open it. That's that's what I'm saying. So they actually have control of it. Yeah. I'm just saying it's got it's got to have a din of the machitza. It's not it's not enough like you know some people say, oh, traffic lights, traffic lights stops people going. Right? The response to that there is a tshuva from the, I haven't seen the, I don't, I don't know if it's, maybe it's printed, Mishnah Halachis, it's from Anasha Klein, Ungabara Rav. He was the one in America who was very much, he built, he was uh, called a maker in Manhattan, I don't know which ones he was in Manhattan, I don't know which one it was. And uh, Ramosha writes a response to it, it's, it's in Igros Moshe. He had 11 reasons why he wanted to, he said this, Motel to make the Arab, and Ramosha refused all of them. Right? He goes through, and one of them is to do with this, where he sort of says, it's not Rosh Hashanah because you can't do what you want. You know, if you drive too quickly, you get, you get a ticket for it. There's, uh, you know, there's traffic lights and uh, it's not free for all. So Rosh says, I don't understand what you're talking about. I mean, he doesn't write about that. But he, he basically says, I'm, I don't, other other. He says, in a Rosh Hashanah, in Padafka, it's not a place where you can do what you want. If you, there's Havoks in Bolakama, right? Remember, if you're running in the, in the Rosh Hashanah, you're running there and you bump into somebody, you're liable. You have no rishos to run in the rishosam. Erev Shabbos, oh, that's different. Erev Shabbos, when everyone's running, everyone's, that's the normal thing to do. It's not a free-for-all. That's not the definition of rishos to run Other would just be a place of absolute mayhem if you didn't have traffic lights and everyone did what they I mean, that's not rishos to run. You can't, no, no one can do anything there. Yeah? 
So uh, you, you, you know, we, we, we learned say when we were doing Bob Kamba, remember, you know, you've got a Berberish Shasarah. You can't leave your suitcase in the middle of the pavement there. If somebody trips up over that, you'll have to pay. That's Berberish Shasarah. You can't do that. So, of course, there's got to be laws there. Um, so, my point being, for example, traffic lights is not going to help you with it. It's got to be a machita. There are certain gedorim to it to what qualifies, even though it's a bit like when we talked about uh, the Korah. Even if the Korah was there, I'll take it. Well, actually, I've got a better heck. I'll put a big sign there. You're right from a logical standpoint, but at the end of the day, once Chazal, the Masakim, has got to be a Korah, it's got to be a Korah. You can't make up your own. Uh, the reason behind it was because of the hacker. But once the, that reason was put forward to therefore require a coda, now it's got to be a coda. That's the way it works. It's dark, darker at night than outdoors up because you've got a level crossing gates across a major road. So the gates open depending on the train. No, no, no. It sounds like it's got to actually be for uh, to completely stop because because the, the the case we had over there was opening and closing each time you go in and out. Yeah. It sounds like the water's that night, no one comes in and out. That's what it sounds like. Um, yeah, I suppose we'll have to check that out, you know, what, because in theory, if you have it, it'd be no get It's not really... I'm just thinking, in some places in Arizona, I mean, there's only place you get it where, where there is no traffic, they're not allowed to, to have roads where there, where there are no, no cars on Shabbos. So there they are, they actually do put things across the road, but more often than not, they're actual, uh, like, barriers. Yes. I know, like, how not. I think it's a barrier, it's not a door that opens and closes. The only thing is, if an ambulance comes, uh, has to come through, yes. obviously they'll have to move it. Um, but that would be uh, the case of Pico Alphanetash, but I'm saying normally, no one is, you can walk, you can walk in between, you walk on the pavement, but it's, uh, that's fine, but it closes up the, uh, the, the space. It's a proper machita. Um, okay. So, um... Oh, so, 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 so Tosius wanted to know, how can you therefore ask from Rabbi Yechonon? But Rabbi Yechonon holds, the reason why yours has got to be doors and locked at night, etc., is only because he holds, Osir Rabbim Vatni Mechitzosis. So you can't have Surah Sapeh Sapeh in there. It's got to be a proper problem at least, otherwise the Rabbim is going to destroy it. But, who says we, who says we hold like that? So, in other words, we're going to the Rabbon. It was on the Rabbon, he was saying, Eber Avon Rosh Hashanah no, they, they mean you can't have an Eruv at all, like with your, with just a Surah Sabbath. Who says that? The Rabbanon hold, they don't hold them. Osir Rabban Vatni Mechitz also. So Tosus answers, this is very, very important. Tosus answers that you're right, but we effectively, it's just a parallel. We learn from one to the other, meaning to say, Rabbi Yehuda holds that, what we call shame Dalit Mechitzas, right, with the Pasim. They're not actually proper Mechitzas, but they've got a shame Dalit Mechitzas. So he holds it's Shvachamaisas, and since it's Shvachamaisas, therefore, Osi Rabbim Mavatni Mechitzasa. Right? Now, the Rabbonon say, no, Dalit Pasim, it's not Shvachamaisas, it's good. And therefore, even if the Rabbim go through, so what? Okay, fine. You're welcome to disagree, you hold it, it's not Shvachamaisas. Okay. But what, what happens now when you've got a road? Rosh got walls on two sides. Rabbi Huda himself actually holds two solid mechitzas is good. Hence, yeah, it's a couple of lechi, lechayayin, that, that, that will do. The Rabbana say two mechitzas is garnished. It's shvachamaisas. Ah, shvachamaisas. When it comes to shvachamaisas, we know what Rabbi Huda said. The Rabbana is going to hold the same. With shvachamaisas, then osi rabbin vatni mechitzasa. We're going to need a third proper mechitza. If it's a surah sapesach, that's going to be no good. 
In the case of the of the of the pasin, the rabbanon hold four four L-shaped things are good mechitzos. That's why they don't hold the osiyam mechitzos. That's at least what we think, and therefore we think we can ask from one to the other. And therefore, yes, the rabbanon would agree with the doors having to be closed. In that case, they would they, they would agree with it. That's some something something along those lines. That that's that's what we're uh, we are suggesting here. But um, very briefly as well, we, we spoke about it last week as well. Just. Uh, um, the um, if you've got a Rishus Arab which narrows, right? So go down the length, right? So 16 arms wide, and then comes in a little bit, and then goes out again. So um, we said that that's still Rishus Arab. That's still Rishus Arabim. How much can it narrow? Well, we saw during the week, we saw the Rosh, Bashem Dari, who seems to indicate only till 13 and a third Amas. However, the Rashbol says very clearly, no, all the way down to 10. The easy number a lot of the Me'iri and the Chidusha Me'iri, but it may be a slight mistake, that was an Al Kirsa, but it seems to say even less than 10. So the fact is, the Rabbim can still keep going, that, that's, that's the main point. Um, so, Lalach, or the Bialach, says that it seems to be between Sif Ches and Sif Tester in the Shulchan Aruch, that seems to be what's going on over there. In Sif Ches, he's quoting. Whichever way around it was, and if there's anyone remember there, he didn't give a shear, I think it was. So that sounded like whatever, that's the shit of the rush. But whereas in if Tess, he gives a shear of 13 and 13, that would be the shit of the rush. I think it was that way around. So uh, it's a machoi, I guess. Yes, there is a possibility to learn it differently, but he, the, the Bialaf is dofet. Whereas if it's going across, that's from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, it's not down the length, it's an H shape, right? And obviously that's different. It doesn't become Rosh Hashanah unless it's 16 arms wide. Um, as Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim says in, in Chedusha Agrach Rambam, he says that, he's going on the Loshan there, that basically when it's going down the length, the Peshat is, even though it narrows, it's a Movi now, it's a Movi because I've got Chaseris coming up, but that Movi is Rosh Hashanah. It is Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, it's no good just to put in a Surah Sapesach. You've got to actually remove the shame of Rosh Hashanah. So for that, you need doors. Masha'enkin, when it's going across, it's connecting between two Rosh it's not, it's not a Rosh Hashanah. It's not 16 arms wide. It's uh, going in a completely different direction. No, it's connected to the Rosh Hashanah. It's used by the Rabbim. So by, through that, it's going to be also like the Rosh Hashanah. So what do I have to do? I don't need doors. Doors are there to actually destroy the shame Rosh Hashanah. This is not Rosh Hashanah. It's connected to the Rosh Hashanah. Put up a Tzeros HaPesach. Ah, Tzeros HaPesach shows it's not part of the Rosh Hashanah. It's not connected. That's all I need. Right, because obviously the Surah Sabesaf is a weaker Mechitza. That's the, 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 uh, the, that's the board there. So let's, let's go f- further in the Gemara. I think where we got up to last week, um, we probably did the Itma Rab Omar Hilfus of I think that's where we got up to last week. Um, yeah, it's uh, on Vov on the base, uh, about between 10 and 15 lines down, 12 lines maybe, I'm guessing. Let, the line begins with the words, Belechi Bekoda, and we come. So it must be said, Rav Rav said, Hilchasot Tanakama, the Alok is like the Tanakama, Ushmuel Omar Halokha Kachanani, Shmuel says, Alok is like Hanani. In other words, Rav says, Alok is like the Tanakama, meaning to say that you need in a Mobui, which is Mavulosh, right? A Mobui which connects to to, to Shusharam on both sides, is uh, not not down the length, yeah, the H shape. You just have to put a Surah Sapesach at one end and the other end, Elahi Bakur, and that's it. So, Whereas Shmuel says Allah that Khanani Bishem Bishilel, i.e. you've got to have a door at one end. We'll come back to that in a second, I just want to go further in the Gemara first. So the Gemara goes on. Iboyu, we have a shayla. 
Lechananya, I leave it to Beisela. According to Chananya, within Beisela, that you need to have a door. Do you need to actually close the door? Do you need to lock the door? Or you don't need to? So, Toshima, come and listen to Amar Rabbi Yudah, Mashimah, Rabbi Yudah, Sela, Shem, Shmuel. Eino, Tzarek, Lena, you don't need to lock the door. Bechein, Amar Rabbi Mashimah, so to Rabbi Yudah, Sela, Shem, Shmuel. Eino, Tzarek, Lena, you don't actually have to close the door. There's going to be a door there. It doesn't have to be closed. Omar Rabbi Mashimah, oh, sorry, did that? Eka to Omri, others say, Omar Rabbi Mashimah, that Rabbi Mashimah said, but did he have a Uddah? I personally had a case, but Omar Rabbi Shmuel said to me, Eino, Tzarek, Lena, you don't need to close the door. So, Bo Minemi Rabbanan, they asked Rabbanan the following shayla. Tzarech Lenal, do you need to close the door? Or ain't Tzarech Lenal, do you not need to lock the door? Omadu, he said to them, Toch, as he can see, Hani Avudit in Ador, these gates of Ador, right, going through the, uh, Rashi says, 600,000 people in this city, going from one gate to the other. And what do you have there? The Timinah Pagayu Ba'afla. They couldn't close the door. It wasn't even an option, because they were half filled by the door, with, with earth, going up to like halfway across the door. You couldn't close the door, the earth was in the way. And therefore, well, the Ayah the Nothing Ma Shmuel, Shmuel was the, right, he was the Morad Asra and he would go in and out and never said, he never said anything to them. So you see, you don't need to lock the door. Omar Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana said, well, actually, for the record, it wasn't quite like that. Hanaf Magufa is Havoi. They were, as I said, I think in English we'd say they were put to. In other words, the door, yeah, they couldn't be completely closed, but they could be put ajar. You could get it more or less closed. So maybe at least that you require. If they're completely open, maybe that wouldn't be any good. Well, says the Gemara, it actually goes even further than that. Ki Rav and Rav came. Omar, he actually told them, Panyu al take away the earth. Ah, so he didn't like the earth being there. So asked the Gemara, so let's say Rav Nachman disagrees with this whole thing we've been saying about Shmuel. Maybe he's, he holds, sorry for the other, you do have to actually close the door. That's why he told them to remove the earth. And to that, the Gemara says, no, no. Came on the Once they are really to be closed, even though they are not actually closed. Okay? The Gemara, I'm, I'm going to stop there in terms of the Gemara. The next bit we did, sort of just very quickly, but it really leads into the next Gemara. And... Basically, which seems to show that we take on the colours of, of Rav and Shmuel, at least because it was the place of Shmuel. Now, it's in the case of a mobli, a mobli Og. Well, what we have to establish just with the time we've got left now is, okay, let's follow this through now. We've said, Rav says, Allah is like the Tanakam. Shmuel says, Allah is like, call it Beis Hedel, Hanan of Shem No? Well, who do you pass in like when you got Makhluk's Rav and Shmuel? Beiso? Allah is like Rav. And that's exactly the way the Rif and the Rosh Paskin, the Alokha is like Rav. Also the Mobli Okum, but, right, the, yeah, we've got definitely the Dalad shape, you definitely have to have a Surah Sapesach there. Fine. But, the, the, um, when it comes, that's maybe a, that would be a Khumra, but when it comes to the Shad of a Mobli, Mephudosh, the eight shape Mobli, you do not need to put in a Pesach, Surah Sapesach will do. So, that's it. And that's the way the Rif Paskins, and that is the way that the Rosh seems to go as well. Fine. That was that advice. I should we saw as well, but okay, that, that's that's what the Rosh brings there. Um trying to know anything else? No, I think that I think that, 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 that was the point, the main point there. Now, the Rashbo comes along and he says, like the Rabbi Khanano, he says, You're right, generally speaking, the Allah called Rab versus Shmuel, the Allah should be like Rab. Absolutely. But what's the continuation of the Gemara? We're busy asking, according to Basil, does the door have to be locked? Or does it not have to be locked? 
If it's a Rosh Hashanah, so we already said they've got to be locked at night. That wasn't the Shaila. The Shaila was, if it's not a Rosh Hashanah, it's a Mavli Mufurush. So, they said, oh, you've got to have one door. Does that door have to be locked or not? Who cares? You're passing out rough. This is all just theoretical. Hell am I. The Gemara is quite clearly telling you. See, from Rav Nachman as well, clearly we're saying that the Halacha is like Shmuel. It's different to the normal rule. Right? That's the way the Rabbi Nechanala passes. That's the way the Rashbul passes. And therefore, he says in a Mavi Mufurush, you have to have a door, not locked, you have to have a door one end. Okay? That's the Shetta of the Rashbul. So far, so good. Oh, one colour from the Rashba though. He says in a Rosh Hashanah and yeah, in Rosh Hashanah they had two doors locked at night. He doesn't actually think you need two doors. Tosa's so already asked, well, Midoraisa, you don't need four mechitzas, you only need three mechitzas. So why, why would that be high if they weren't both locked at night? So Tosa says it's because they're not actually full time mechitzas. During the day they're going to be open. If you would have three solid mechitzas, 100% you're not chayav, and definitely not midoraisa if you've got three solid mechitzas. But if I've got two mechitzas, solid mechitzas, and I want to have ones which can be opened at least during the day, then you've got to have two of them. That's what Tosin says. The Rashbaugh says, well, effectively, I disagree. In Yerushalayim, they may have had two, two doors, but you don't really need two doors. One door will suffice. La Yeah, the other end, you probably have to put something there, but the mice, you don't need two doors. So he's got a kulam in that, you only need one door. But he's got a Chumrah when it comes to the Shadow of a Mavi Mufulosh, the Hippasim is like Beisilel, i.e. that you have to have a door. Roy Linol is good enough. So far, so good. Then we come to the Ramba. And that's where everything gets much more complicated. Because the Rambam says, he says, my Rosh Hashanah, where the Rambam go down, I've got a wall on this side, a wall on this side, and I put a door that end, door at this end, everything's fine. So far, so good. No, no, no great surprise. The Rambam says, but they don't have to be locked. They don't have to be locked. Roy Lino is good enough. Shasharabim? I thought we said Shasharabim, you've got to have doors locked at night. What's going on? Right? So the Magin Mishnah says, ah, you remember the toasters before? Rabbi Yochanan, who says the doors are locked at night, that's because he holds Osi Rabim Umavata Mechitasa. Because you can't have a door which the Rabim could just go straight through. <coughs> Sorry, a Mechitasa the Rabim could go straight through. So it's got to be a, a more solid Mechitasa that stops the Rabim, stops, stops the flow of traffic. But we don't pass like that, or the Rabim at least doesn't pass like that, most do. Right? But because there are Bonon, don't. Right? Rabbi Yochanan goes with Rabbi Yochanan. We pass another Rabbanon. So therefore, the Ramam says, I don't hold the doors have to be locked tonight. That was Rabbi Yochanan. I, what was the Kasha of the Gemara then? Right? Because you're asking from Rabbi Yochanan. Well, it's just the fact that, presumably the in the Ramam is, that we're not asking about being locked. What I'm asking is, but Rabbi Yochanan required two doors. You required only a maximum of one door. Would that be the Kasha? See, because it can't be the same as Tosas. We learn from Rabbi Yochanan to Rabbi Yodah, because the, the Rashbal does suggest such a Pshat, and therefore everything turns on its head. You know, the Maskola, everything turns on its head. 
And the Grand Yaakov says, but you can't do that because either it's a good kasha from Rabbi Yechonon, or it's not a good kasha. You, you want to say, it's only a kasha according to Rabbi Yechonon. But then, but we, 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 the kasha is in the Rabbon. So you can't say, but since we pass it out the Rabbon, instead we don't know the Rabbi Yechonon. If you're asking from Rabbi Yechonon on the Rabbon, then obviously it is compatible with the kasha. But kids, so this, this is what the, the Magad Mishnah um, wants to suggest that the Rashbal also, you see the Rashbal says at the end of the day, one thing he doesn't get is, fine, you want to say that was Rabbi Yechonon Shitta and we don't hold that, 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 that's fine. But at the end of the day, where do you get from two doors? No one said two doors. Where, where? Show me in the Gemara. Show me one case where it said two doors which are not locked at night. Where? We've seen with the Mobi, the footage, whatever, or even if you want to say it was talking about Rosh Hashanah, we've seen Surah Sapesach, Lechi Vikoba. We've seen a case, according to the Beis Hino, door, Lechi Vikoba. We've seen a case, two doors, locked at night. We have not seen a single case where it said two doors which are royal dinner. That never came up. Where does that come from? Sorry, He says, he said, it could be that the Ram Surah Mobi is Taka in that Halof Surah Mobi, and footage will prove in a second. But it still doesn't answer. Where does he get the idea of two doors from? That's, that's a big mystery. Just to make matters even more interesting is the fact that the Rambam, that, that Rambam is in the Hilkha Shabbos Perekid The Rambam writes in two places. One is in Perekid maybe Halach Aleph, I think it is, in Hilkha Shabbos, and the other one is in Hilkha Erebin, Perek Aleph Halach Aleph. The Rambam says very clearly there, a city which is surrounded by a wall, and as a Rosh Hashanah, which goes from one gate to the other side, right by the entrance to the other entrance, and you want to make it into Rosh Hashanah, you have to put in doors, and they have to be locked at night. So he's passing in Rabbi Yechonon. What's going on over here? So we mentioned the Avni Nezer. The Avni Nezer says, the Avni Nezer says that he believes that one Rambam is Midrabonon and one, or one is Midraisa and one is Midrabonon. Meaning to say, Midraisa, you need two doors, but they don't have to be locked. Midrabonon, they have to be locked at night. He wants to say the whole thing is Midrabonon. Again, we could, we sort of, okay, that, that's, that's nice what he says. So therefore, we spoke about during the, during the week, we went, mentioned that, once I mentioned Avni Nezer, let me just mention some interesting Pesachim of his. See, he says like this. As I mentioned, this is the, the best example of this, I think, is the Edgeware hero. I asked somebody today who lives in Edgeware. They weren't aware there were any doors there on the A41, right? So, um, but I said, okay, according to him, anyway, you don't, you don't have to know about it. But the kids, uh, he was obviously asked about a certain place, and he allowed them to put in doors which Lamaise are never closed, but they could be closed, as we'll see in a second. Basically, there were a couple of Kiddushim in here. Um, maybe even more than two. First, first, the first thing is, but hold on a second, that's the Ramam. We don't pass it there. No one passes that. Rishos for Rabin has to have doors locked at night. Well, says the Avni Nezir Yisait, that if I've got something, an Eitzah, which will effectively, for two reasons, Say it's not a problem to Eraisa, and for one reason we'll say it may not even be a problem to Rabbonon, it could be a maximum to Rabbonon, then it's fine. Meaning to say, this road is not a bad idea, uh, Rosh Hashanah and Eraisa. We've got to that it is, maybe yes, maybe not. 
But it could be, it's not Rosh Hashanah Deraisa. So which case is only Rosh Hashanah Deraisa. If that's the case, if that's the case, um, then putting in these doors, which are right, they're not as perfectly fine. You can even, don't, don't even need that. So um, that's one side. The only thing is, you may say, ah, but what if it is a Rosh Hashanah Deraisa? Then the doors don't help. Yeah, but according to the Ram, they downgrade it to, to a Deraisa. So I've shown you two reasons why it's not a Deraisa. Number one, maybe it's not Rosh Hashanah Deraisa to start with. And number two, even if it is Rosh Hashanah Deraisa, according to the Ramam at least, that's the second reason, it won't be a Rosh Hashanah Deraisa. Now, all those two possibilities, one downgrades it to a Deraisa. Right? If it's Rosh Hashanah Deraisa, and you go with the Ramam, downgrades it to a Deraisa. According to the other side, that it was never Rosh Hashanah Deraisa, then it's Bechal, not a problem. He says, and he brings a ride for that. You saw it, that's perfectly fine. Okay, so far so good. But then the next question was, well, does it ever actually have to be closed? So he says, yes. How many times? One. Based on the Gemara Yevomus to do with a shoe, right, for Chalitza. And basically, in order for it to have a shame now, it's not good enough that it looks like a now, it's got to actually, at least once in its life, be used as a now. Okay. He says, so to over here, it's no good having a gate which is never, ever, ever, ever closed. That's not a gate then. It's not a door. It looks like a door, but it's not a door. So he says, when you put it up, close it. For the first time, at least close it. Sounds like that's good enough. Then it's right, no, that's good enough. He does write in another tshuva that he thinks is a good idea, maybe once a week, once a month. It's not, it sounds like it's not absolutely a cover. The main thing is it must be closed at least once. Okay. Another thing he's uh, busy with there is, does anyone have to actually be able to see this gate? Because remember, the, you can well imagine the local council probably, it's you know, not good to aesthetics and things like that. He says, no. It's a machit. Do you have to be able to see a surah sapesa? No. As far as he's concerned, right? No. Don't have to be able to see it. So uh, even though he agrees maybe it's better, so he says maybe before Shabbos, bring them in a little bit so at least they can be seen. No. There's even like a, a, an eight sort of person there, which he agrees is even better. But um, he says better, it doesn't have to be seen. Which, therefore, if you can't see on the eighth one, I don't know any, I mean, I, okay, I didn't drive, so I wouldn't have a clue anyway, but no one here seems to know where they are. Nope. See if you can, well, I wouldn't say look out for the next place, you should be concentrating on the road, I suppose. But, you know, if anyone does find that, the truth is, it must be either end of the Eruf. So if you know where the Eruf starts from, in Edra, in theory, it should be somewhere around there, these sort of areas. But uh, that's, um, the next point, the next chedush is, but hold on a second. It's got to be theoretically possible that I can close it. Can you close those gates? No, you can't. Why? You don't have the right to do that. It's against the law. Besides the fact you'll cause an absolute, uh, you know, traffic uh, you know, accident, you can't do it. Ah, but what I could do is I could get permission, or at least get the the uh, local authorities to come in and they could close it. Is that good enough? Avinizer says absolutely. Because the whole fault of the gates is to show it's not a free-for-all. As long as somebody can put a stop to the Rabin streaming through, that's good enough. Well, in light of all of that, that explains what, to the best of my understanding, is what happened in, in the Edway. They have on the A41, I'm told, there are gates there, which they put in when they set up the Eruv, which, I don't know if this is an exaggeration, but my hands very possibly were only ever closed once. Maybe a second time, a third time, but it's, it doesn't seem to be even on a yearly basis, that's for sure. And the idea of what they did was, it was either a Kruxmach night or something like that, the, you know, the, the holidays then. 
more or less the middle of the night, they were able, because there was so little traffic, they obviously were able to get the police in to just call them off the road whilst they closed the gates. It doesn't have to be kept closed for, for it doesn't seem to be, have to be for any great length of time. And that was it. It shows it's a gate. So, and the basis for that, seems to be happy with that. Well, as we'll see, maybe tomorrow, we'll see that, based on the area I mentioned before, understandably, not everyone is happy with it. Um, I'm told, I mean, I'll just mention this from what, I, from what I've heard, that uh, Diane Erentroy holds the idea of gates is a waste of time. Uh, a gate which you could, you can't close it anyway, I even mean, if you wanted to, it's a... Uh, that's what, again, the Piyashmoor, that's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true, not true, but that's that's what I'm told. Um, but that 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 was the the, uh, the Avnanezer's uh, thing on it. Did we do, I'm just trying to remember, was there anything else? Um, we, we are, we are but as I'm going to discuss another couple of possibilities how to explain the, how to explain the, uh, the Rambam. Um, Sorry, could you just go back to what you said that the dying didn't hold with the gates. He holds, gates are a waste of time. If you can't actually, I mean, obviously if they're closed, then that's fine, but they're not, no, no place is going to have gates which are closed. The idea of putting in gates, for example, that in the, the area which is proposed for Golders Green now, which is going to cut out all the main, the main, main roads, like North Circular, Finchley Roads, Hendon Way. So in order to make it better for Golders Green Roads, but also, maybe, maybe it's got a din of a, you know, it's just somewhere. So the proposed idea is to put in, to get, get permission to, which, to put in gates, right? Okay. Which can be closed in theory. So the gates would be at the junction with the North Circular. Well, obviously it won't be much at the junction, which is another interesting because uh, if you try to close the gates there, anyone trying to turn will go straight into the gates. There must be some sort, again, somewhere around there. Yes, yeah, somewhere around there. And then. The other end. Gold Gold's Green Station, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. And those gates would need to be still in situ once they're opened. So there are, there are uh, I don't know if I mentioned this in the shit or not, there is, there is a shitter that holds that um, you can, I think it's the Barmadach Shemaim, I think holds that you can have a gate which is like, well, we mentioned, we did, we mentioned it, about you can have like a pull out one, a bit like a blind. So you just put it across, attach it there, that's my, no one can go through. And when I'm finished, you know, let go of it, it springs back or something like that. And obviously it's just uh, a bit it. like Constantina. Yeah. But after you've opened it, once it's opened, could you physically remove the, the Constantina contraption from its hinges and take it away? Definitely, no, it has to remain. It has to be. Has to remain. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. The question is what has to actually remain. Now that's what I'm saying. Because there, there are, I think, some who even allow you could, you, there is such a shitter, that uh, you could just uh, have on like on ropes, so you put it out and you've got lobbed. Mm-hmm. You understand, right? You'll be using lobbed, so it'll be able to put it across like that or something. something like that. I mean, I'm told that uh, somebody actually in Enochul of the he said uh, he said even though he's uh, one of these big anti Arabs, he says that's one thing he can't uh, he can't criticize because it's his zayda, it's who is matter it. But I think he was the one who told me that. Uh, Reminiscent carriers, apparently, said it's a joke, such an idea. A door has to be a door. A door has to be a proper door. Again, I think people ask during the week, I, I don't know if you have one which is much like a consultina sort of thing, I don't know if that's, that would be there. Especially the ones which, like uh, the partition ones they have in, like, based on edition places like that, where it's, you know, they fold back, but it's literally in pieces. I believe that Avinaza talks about that possibility. I think he talks, I, I, I don't want to misquote, but I, I, tonight, that is very misdoubted because it's. It's all folded together like that. You're not literally having to pick up pieces. That's a door. It doesn't have to take up the whole length. 
as opposed to something which is literally just uh, gets wrapped around, there's, there's nothing there. Um, but ropes went along with this. It's a barrier. You can't, you've got to come all around that. I think one of the points, one of the ways I heard it done is literally put out the ropes and then they will construct it, if you see what I mean. Well, that that that's obviously is, is even even more sharp because I can't even say there's a door folded up there. You've got to actually then attach the rope to something and create the door. Whereas if you've got one which is already, it's all set up and, okay, it's, uh, but Derek Kalal, I mean, there, there have been even which have used it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about here, I, going back, I think, uh, one of the, one of the European, well, I, I don't get it, I can't remember which one, I think they did use it. Uh, such, that sort of idea. Uh, I don't know if it's something, maybe you mentioned it, it's, 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 somebody mentioned it to me. But, but Derek Kalal, it's, uh, I, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens here. Um, but... Other than that, there was one point I was going to mention. Again, I can't remember if I mentioned it already, but it's obviously very important to know. The B.R. Halokha does say, his understanding of the Rambam is, he's effectively going with the Magid Mishnah. In other words, yes, we're passing it to Rabbi Right, we're passing it to Rabbi And you're right, Be'etem, since Loi Osi Rabbim Vatni Mechitza, so you can have a Tzirah Sapesa. That's perfectly fine. It's Midrah Bon, it's Pumfaket to the Avni Nezah. Midrah Bon, you have to have doors, but the doors don't have to be, uh, you have to close. It's all Midrah Bon. And the Bi'alacha says, to his mind, that's the basis for the uh, for city, city Erevin, whatever you want to call it. He says, because he finds it very difficult, the fact that people are so medical, but he thinks it's based on this. The fact that we're using this Rambam, in which case, then I can say, once I use this Rambam, I can then say that uh, I don't really need... So even a Surah HaPesach should be good enough. We don't need to have to have gates which are locked at night. And therefore, you're dealing with nothing more than a Durabon. That's the point. Even, what I'm trying to say is, not because they put in gates. It sounds like he's talking about even a Surah HaPesach. But the point is, once you put in a Surah HaPesach, so even in the Moshe, I'll give you an example. Let's say, gold is green rose, so I'll put in a Surah HaPesach. How can you do that? But maybe, you know, maybe it's a Rosh Hashanah Deraisa, especially, you know, you're relying on 600,000. Look, in the worst case scenario, then it's, what are we dealing with here? We're dealing with the Shire of the Rabbonin now, using that Rambam. As you can see though, it, it's, it's a very big, call it a Chidosh, because then that's the shit of the Rambam, most don't hold of it. And even according to the Rambam, you still got an issue of the Rabbonin to deal with, according to his understanding. But he says he thinks that that's the Maisa, that's to his mind, where it comes from the Hanhogo to uh, cities to, to, uh, to go, go ahead with these things. Okay, but there's a little bit more to discuss. Um, tomorrow, you know, Be'ez HaShem will complete it uh, in the next couple of days. Have a good one.